This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following podcast contains explicit language. Heads up, the following episode was recorded before we found out the fix was canceled. Onward and upward. Thank you, everyone, for your support. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner of 19 years, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In this week's episode, we reveal our 2019 development motto. Woohoo! Explode is our team theme for the year, but we need a motto dedicated entirely to development. Yes. And in this week's Take a Hike segment, we'll share a poem that is helping us cope with the crazy amount of uncertainty in our lives right now. We also have a mailroom question about writing thank you notes. And we have yet another selfie Hollywood hack this week. Yes, our listeners are going to be the best selfie takers in the universe. They are. And so are we. And so are we. (laughs) Finally, I'll share the celebrity sighting I had at my favorite neighborhood sushi place. But first, an update. In episode 82, our treadmill desk segment was putting yourself out there even if you don't feel like it. Yeah, we had just attended um, and spoken at a women in film panel. um, And we had such a good time, even though we hadn't felt like doing it on a million different levels. Um, And we said, okay, from now on, we are going to vow to put ourselves out there at least once a month to do something, even if we don't feel like it. And we just, the other night, we did something. Yes. And I would say, I think we've done it every month. I think we've done once a month at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we went to a informal uh, Writers Guild gathering, and it was so fun. Yes. And I really did not want to go. Um, no, you didn't. You had had a really bad day, a few, a bad few days, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah. And normally yeah. I'm pushing you to go to things, but I was like totally ready to give you a pass. I know. I texted you. I was like, okay, these are my options. Go to bed. Yeah. Just climb uh-huh. miserably in bed or go to this. And you were like, um, just do what you feel like. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even have the will to tell you to go, yeah. but you rallied, you went, you were glad you did. We met a yeah. lot of interesting people, including producers and some writers we didn't know. Yeah. We found out that there is a yearly gathering of people who work in entertainment in LA and 
who are from Missouri. I mean, we have to get in on that. I know. How are we not part of that? It's been going on. It's been meeting for 11 years, apparently, and we had no idea. So that next April, we'll definitely be attending that. So anyway, a reminder to everyone to put yourself out there, even if you don't feel like it. And I do think it helps to, like, have the once a month thing in mind because it will, we'll say, well, have we done anything this month? Okay, well, we should go. Yeah. (laughs) So um, hope everybody's putting themselves out there. Because the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yes. And the more you are remember, like, oh, I will have fun once I'm out the door. Yeah. You know, because it hasn't been so long since you've gone out the door. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Sarah, I'm so excited about this. I know. It's time for our From the Treadmill Desk of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, it's our 2019 development motto. I literally want fireworks to go off right now. I know. I'm so excited about this. Well, first of all, we should explain what development is. Yes, okay. Many people will know, but many might not. Um, Development is what we call sort of writing a pilot. It's um, what... What's TV, the whole process? The kind process of, yeah. of of getting a new show on the air. Yes, from conception to developing a pitch to pitching to selling to writing an outline to writing yes to the script yeah. to producing the pilot. It's all part of development. And some of you may remember that in 2017 on the podcast we announced our development motto was relentlessly entertaining. Um, and that is where we ended up with the fix. Yes. That was like, and every step of the way with the fix, we were just like, well, our motto is relentlessly entertaining. Do we find this to be relentlessly entertaining? And that was our mark. Yes. And then it became sort of our show motto. Yes. And Brooke Turner, our former yes. assistant, who was a staff writer on the show, had a sign made saying relentlessly entertaining yes. that was above the whiteboard yes. in the writer's room. Um, and that was 2017. Now, 2018, we didn't need a motto because we weren't developing last year because the show <laughs> got picked up. So we were just focused on getting the show done. Yes. But here we are. It's 2019. We are waiting to hear if the fix gets picked up. And even if it does get picked up, we'll want to be developing. Right. Yes. So either way, we need a development motto. So we have been discussing this, um, pondering different mottos. And um, we'll be announcing what we've landed on. Yes. So let's talk about all the things that we discussed. Yes. Our various options. Yes. Um, So the first one was shake it up. Yes. And that really came out of we feel like if the fix doesn't come out, we're kind of really shaking up our career. We've been at Disney for several years now. We would be sort of leaving that home and shaking it all up. Yes. And then do the hustle was another one. Yes. And I was thinking about that because I feel like everywhere I am now, I'm just hustling. (laughs) Just like letting people know we may be in the market to develop. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we talk a lot about side hustles and um, Chris Gillibo's podcast, Side Hustle School, but this is the actual just hustle. It's not a side hustle. It's just hustle. It's the main hustle. Yes, the main hustle. <laughs> um, we talked about say no. And I love that one. Talk I about love what it that too. means. Well, I think when you're sort of in the space that we're in where there are going to be so many options flying at you, it would be really easy for us 
to kind of just take the first thing that comes along. Yeah, partly because our career is such that we don't always know where the next paycheck is coming from. Yeah. So that can be really terrifying. And so it's very tempting if you see a paycheck, you know, in your immediate future just to, you know, go toward it like a moth to a flame. Yes. But we have a strategy, an ambition, a goal, kind of there are things that we want to accomplish and we don't want to just say yes to things if they're not the right thing. So say no is was sort of reminding us uh, to think about the big picture, yes. not just like, yes, we're terrified, say yes to everything. Yes, because explode, as we mentioned, is our team theme yeah. for the year. So whatever we do in development should also feed into that. Yes. Um, yes. And then one you came up with that we almost picked that I really liked was fearless. Mm -hmm. We were close on that one. And that what's interesting is you actually have describe your painting that you have of fearless. Well, at the top of the stairs in my house, I have a painting that Amy Smith did, the artist that I love. It just says, be fearless. Um, and I got it because we were reminded early in our career about the importance of fearlessness uh, by Scott Brazil, who was the director producer on The Shield. Mm -hmm. um, and that really, we've talked about it before on the podcast, that really profoundly impacted us. Um, and, and that has been kind of a constant reminder for us. And it seemed like now would be a good time to kind of put that in the forefront. Um, but then we thought... No, because you came up with. Well, I half came up with it and then you tweaked it. Um, <laughs> as, as writing partnerships writing go. Writing and rewriting <laughs> is what it's all about. And we landed on Ride the Dragon for our 2019 development motto. Ride the Dragon. Ride the Dragon. We definitely need some artwork surrounding that. Oh, my God, we do. Oh, my God, yes. And what that means is what we realized is it's not realistic to say we're going to be fearless because we're filled with fear. Yeah. I mean, for God's sake, we don't even have an agent right now. Ah. Um, we are filled with fear, but we need to go forth and be badasses anyway. Yes. Yes. Essentially, it was like, uh, I mean, as you say, we're scared. We're going to be scared. Fear can be exhilarating. Yes. Great things can come out of fear. Courage yes. is being afraid and doing it anyway. Like, yes. now is the time when we just need to kind of step into our own. Yes. And, and like ride Khaleesi, the dragon. Yes. Ride the dragon. Obviously, there's a lot of dragons in the atmosphere yes. right now. And step through the fire. Yes. And emerge, you yes. know, hopefully not naked, but, yes. you know. <laughs> Um, and it's very powerful. It's a powerful motto. Yeah, and it may include, like, some dive bombing and yep. having to climb back up, but that's okay. It may include some scorched earth. It may include scorched earth. That could happen. I think it has already a little bit. Um, but we want to take the ride. Yeah. And we want to be powerful. Yeah. Uh, and it does, as you said, it really is aligned with Explode. Yes, yes. There's a lot well, of yes, fire going on for us. a lot of fire us. here. And my personal symbol, lightning bolts. Yeah. I mean, we just have fire Oh, my everywhere. God. <laughs> um, um, and we did take one step, Sarah, toward yeah. riding the dragon, which is we have incorporated our podcast company. Yeah. Um, we, have, we are going to start 
diving into the world of scripted drama podcasts. Mm -hmm. And we have um, a new company, the two of us, called Fun Job Productions, which will be doing that. And listeners, of course, will know exactly what that means to us. Yes. And of course, we'll be talking more about that. Oh, yes. Um, It's scary because we don't even know what it means. You know, we don't know yet exactly what that's going to lead to, but we're excited. We're riding the dragon. Yes. And... You know, we're going to burn some shit down. Yes. And see what rises from the ashes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so let us know, listeners, if you have a motto for what's happening in your career right now, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Coming up, take a hike. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, Sarah, it's time for Take a Hike, in which we talk about mental, physical, or spiritual health. And today it's mental. Yes. Um, I have been meditating by listening to a poem called She Let Go by Sapphire Rose. I listened to it over and over, um, and it's just wonderful. And before we get into the poem, I just want to grill you a little bit. Yeah. Have you been meditating in the morning, at night? Like, what's your meditation schedule? In the morning, usually in the morning. Um, And I'm not super consistent, um, but it is a really great way to start the day. Uh, You read this to me the other day, part of the poem, and I was so struck by it. Um, I loved it, especially um, one phrase in the poem, which was about the committee of indecision. I'm Mm -hmm. like, this must be my favorite phrase ever. (laughs) And it really resonated with us because right now we are so unsettled in our job situation um, that the committee of indecision is like what I feel like I have in my brain. Right. All the time. Yeah. You were saying you woke up at 430 in the morning just, you know. Mind racing with this possibility, that possibility, this fear, uh, this, po- you know, opportunity, just like everything is just sort of, it's, it's like a cacophony. Yeah. Um, so we thought we would do something a little bit different today in this segment. We're just going to read this poem. Yes. It's that an amazing is going to be our poem. whole Take a Hike segment. Yeah. Again, it's called She Let Go by Sapphire Rose. She let go. She let go. Without a thought or a word, she let go. She let go of the fear. She let go of the judgments. She let go of the confluence of opinions swarming around her head. She let go of the committee of indecision within her. She let go of all the right reasons, 
Wholly and completely, without hesitation or worry, she just let go. She didn't ask anyone for advice. She didn't read a book on how to let go. She didn't search the scriptures. She just let go. She let go of all the memories that held her back. She let go of all the anxiety that kept her from moving forward. She let go of the planning and all of the calculations about how to do it just right. She didn't promise to let go. She didn't journal about it. She didn't write the projected date in her daytimer. She made no public announcement and put no ad in the paper. She didn't check the weather report or read her daily horoscope. She just let go. She didn't analyze whether she should let go. She didn't call her friends to discuss the matter. She didn't do a five-step spiritual mind treatment. She didn't call the prayer line. She didn't utter one word. She just let go. No one was around when it happened. There was no applause or congratulations. No one thanked her or praised her. No one noticed a thing. Like a leaf falling from a tree, she just let go. There was no effort. There was no struggle. It wasn't good, and it wasn't bad. It was what it was, and it is just that. In the space of letting go, she let it all be. A small smile came over her face. A light breeze blew through her, and the sun and the moon shone forevermore. I just love it. I do, too. I think it's so great. And it speaks for itself. Yes. So thank you, Sapphire Rose. And if you want to meditate to this poem, as Sarah has been doing, you can find it on the Insight Timer app. Uh, which is a great meditation app. Yes. And we're curious if you have a poem or a piece of art that helps center you in challenging times. We'd love to hear about it. Send it to us or send us a voice memo. Happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Okay, Sarah, it is time for this week's Hollywood hack. Yes. Um, (laughs) Talk about a shift. (laughs) I know. A major shift from the existential (laughs) process of letting go to how to take a good selfie. Uh, But, you know, that's what we're about. We all do it. Um, We all do it. Exactly. (laughs) Everybody poops. Everybody takes selfies. That's right. Um, And this is the selfie remote. Let let me talk to you about what this is, because you you haven't actually witnessed this. No, and I think it's a little crazy. Yeah, but I don't. (laughs) So I was at our school's big um, fundraiser gala the other night. Um, It was black tie because it was the 75th anniversary. So there were lots of selfies being Mm. taken. And I was trying to take one with a couple of friends, not doing a good job. And then my friend Jessica was like, Liz, let me handle this. And she's like, I can't believe you don't have this. And she pulls out a selfie remote. And it just, it kind of looks like a external disk drive, but, uh-huh. you know, one of those little disk key drives, yeah, it's but like much a very, smaller. It's like a Roku remote, but tiny. Um, And it fits in an evening bag or whatever bag you have. And so she was able to hold it down and get a really good angle and, you know, not have to, like, you know, feel around for the button and take a great selfie. And the thing about it is with our new bandoliers, a pop socket does not go on a bandolier. We've talked about pop Mm. sockets and they help with selfies, but even those are not nearly as good as the selfie remote. So I ordered one. The one I ordered, which is the one my friend Jessica has, is called a Zodiac Pro. Mm -hmm. This isn't an ad. This is just, you know, what I bought. It's less than $20. 
Um, and, you know, we'll see. I ju- it just arrived yesterday, so I haven't even put it to use yet. But I'm very excited to up myself a game yet again. Yet again. And I am open to deciding that it's not crazy somewhere down the line. To me, it just seems so, like, it's a selfie. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like, we have talked about so many, like, ways to look better in selfies yes. with your chin out and yes. your angle of this and the, you know, and the tall person and the high angle and the somehow, I don't know why the remote is... That just <laughs> seems excessive to me. For you. But somehow it does. But... I I very well might change my mind. We will report back. (laughs) Yes. Coming up, we have a listener question, but first a break. And now it's time for the mailroom, in which we answer a listener question about the entertainment industry. Yes, this one comes from Debbie. She says, I'm a TV editor in Hollywood. I love your show and love the advice you offer. Thank you. Something you have always recommended is sending thank you notes. Whenever I go on an interview, I like to follow up with a thank you to the people I've interviewed for. The problem is I typically don't have the email addresses for the showrunners. Oftentimes, I'm only communicating via email with their assistants and maybe the post producer. While I always send a thank you to the post producer, I know they are not the ones making the final decision. Do you think it's necessary to send a thank you to the showrunner, or is it enough to just thank the post producer? How would you recommend getting the email address of the showrunner? Thanks for your help. Well, first of all, for anyone who doesn't know, the post producer is in charge of post, and editors are part of post. Yes. I mean, frankly, I think it's a good idea to email the showrunner. I do, too. I think it's great that you're emailing the post producer. Yeah. But yes, the showrunner points out the showrunner is the one ultimately hiring. Yeah. Um, Although the post producer in some cases, I mean, can be extremely influential. Yes. um, And may even be given that power, you know, down the road. But initially, really, it is showrunners hiring editors. And often editors are having the meeting in the first place because they have a relationship with the post producer. Yes. You know, it really is the showrunner who you need to kind of sway, I think. And one thing I will say, um, having hired many editors, is that enthusiasm really matters. Yeah. So I would definitely be impacted by the fact that you took the time to send me a thank you note and to say you like the show and all of that. because And specific reasons why you like the show. Yes, and why it's a good fit. Mm-hmm. Um, we always say volunteers, not recruits. And a thank you note is a way to be a volunteer. Um, Now, as for getting the email address, I think you can either ask the post producer um, for the email address in order to send a thank you email, or you can send it to their assistant and the assistant and just say, please pass this on to X showrunner and the assistant will pass it on. Yeah. Um, So that's a good question. Yes. People often send Mary thank you notes for us. Yeah, just forwards them. Yeah. Now, how do you get Mary's email? I don't know. Well, no, but if you're in touch, you've already had the meeting. Right. So if you don't, certainly the post producer will give you the assistance email and you probably already have it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good luck, Debbie. Yes. And now it's time for this week's celebrity sighting. Sarah, I saw Mark McGrath. And for anyone who's not familiar, he's the lead singer of the band Sugar Ray, which is a really big band. Yes. Um, He used to be the co-host of Extra. 
And he has a show on Sirius XM, which I hear all the time. So he's uh, very much on my mind because yes. I always hear him doing his radio show. What's the show about? Like, is it it's a music, a music show? show? Yeah, okay. he plays music. And um, I was at Katsuya Encino, which is Katsuya restaurant you and I talk about all, uh, the, time. all the time. A sushi place that we go to for work in Studio City. But there's also one in Encino. So Jack and Adam and I go there probably at least once a week. Mm -hmm. And we were there, and I hear this table singing Happy Birthday. And I look over, and there's Mark McGrath with some other people singing Happy Birthday to a kid. I don't know if it was his son or someone else's son. But I was like, wow, Mark McGrath, there he is. Um, Now, I will say he's had some work done to his (laughs) face. That's all I'll say. But it was very fun to see him. And he, I have to say, seems like a really nice guy. Aww. Just, of course, I was observing after that. Well, yes. Paying attention, yes. as one does. And he really seemed like a good guy. Aw. Well, good for him. He's yeah. had the weirdest career path. I know. I just, hey, hustling. Hustle, man. Hustle, yep. hustle, hustle. <laughs> Don't forget Rock and Roll Jeopardy. He was the host. <laughs> what? Oh, he was? What is that? I don't even know what that is. They had a show, a Rock and Roll Jeopardy show. It was awesome. There you go. Mark (laughs) McGrath does it all. (laughs) And that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And I mean, Sarah, we say it every week, but it's never less um, of a request. Please subscribe if you haven't already. It really helps us. Yes. And thank you to our executive producer, the amazing Chuck Reed, and everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. And thank you to everyone at Cadence 13. Thank you to our assistant, Mary Merkins, who has to deal with the committee of indecision in our heads. (laughs) And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft and Sarah is at S. Fain. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join the conversation. Until next week, I'm Sarah Fain. And I'm Liz Craft. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. And we incorporated it. Yes. Chuck needs to chime in more often. I know, yeah. Chuck, we need we need more male energy in here. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. <laughs> From the Onward Project.